Hello. Hey, hey, hey. Uh, uh, I'm Lindsay. I'm Brianna. And this is Gone, Gone with, with the, the Windies. Windies. So for today's episode, since it's still the beginning of January, we wanted to go through both of our Spotify wrapped and sort of just discuss. They have a lot of stats on there um, of what we listened to this year. So we thought we'd just literally just go through each of ours piece by piece and dissect Mm -hmm. it, talk about the music. And it could be kind of a fun way to recap quarantine and, you know, what kept us going, you know? Exactly. And then it'll be interesting next year to hear us talk about this music. And we thought at the end we could predict what we think might be our top for this year, which is very hard to predict because I feel like I'll find new music all the time, but yeah, we can try. We can definitely try. Yeah. Yeah. And that's all we can do, right? Yeah. All we can do is try. Exactly. So might as well. Um, do we have any news for the week? I feel like we don't really. News. Um, I mean, we're on our podcasting game. Like, we're mm-hmm. getting it done. We're getting it in. Mm-hmm. We are recording. Yeah. I feel like I'm in a very good zone to record right now. Me too. Like, sometimes I'll be, like, down, but mm-hmm. right now I'm feeling, like, the perfect energy level where I'm not, like, hyped up, mm-hmm. but I'm, like, my mind is in a good place. Me too. Me too. I especially Weird. enjoy the time that we're recording. Like, the sun is about to go down. It's, like, what, five something? Yeah. Uh, it's kind of cloudy outside, which personally, poisonally, I love. I love yeah. a cloudy sky. I love an overcast day. Yeah. So I'm feeling good. And before we started recording, Lindsay and I both like gurgled some water. <laughs> and Why just are you telling them this? Because it helped me. And I think we need to remember to do that every time. So this helped me because we actually, spoiler, we had just recorded an episode with our dad um, right before, pretty much right before, like maybe an hour or so ago. And I just kept, we recorded outside in his backyard and I just kept like having trouble speaking, like my throat, it, it was just gross. So I don't want that to happen. I, I would like for my voice to be clear as day, clear as crystal, if you will. And so I think that that really helped. So I'm also feeling good, like I should. When it took a walk around the neighborhood. Around the neighborhood. I actually don't know the lyrics to that song, if I'm being completely (laughs) honest. Well, we'll get into it, because that's... Feeling blessed. Anyway, I don't want to hear you sing it right now, currently. Well, I could. So, we'll not do that. Okay, that's fine. Um, In other news, I officially emailed my teacher I'll be working with this semester. So, hopefully nothing with that, like, changes or anything. But, yeah, Mm -hmm. she seems really awesome, and I'm really excited to meet her over Zoom, and then start my placement. It'll be an interesting semester. She told me the schedule of the room I'm in, and it's just, like, with all the kids, like, coming and going with COVID and everything, it's just, like, it's going to be a lot, but... So are they on one of those, like, hybrid schedules? Yeah, so she has a couple virtual students, mm-hmm. um, and she the rest of her students are in person, and it's, like, half and half. So, like, some will come in, in the morning, some will come in in the afternoon. Gotcha. But she said there's a couple that are there all day or something, so... I'm just not sure. Yeah. So I don't know how it'll work. I, I'll definitely have to just like do it for a little bit to kind of figure it out. But yeah. yeah. Get your hands dirty. Yeah. Exactly. Definitely. But yes, I'm excited. Oh, um, that's so, so sweet. Lindsay said that her CT, what does that stand for? Classroom teacher. Her classroom teacher. Her cooperating teacher, I guess. Cooperating teacher. Okay. Know, the person she'll be assisting in the classroom 
uh, emailed her and used a lot of exclamation points. So she's feeling like it's definitely a vibe match for the two of them. So she's excited to meet her. Yeah. 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 Well, I don't really have any other news either. Uh, I I will admit I've been a little off my game when it comes to my New Year's resolution of not sleeping past my alarm. So that's a bit of a bummer, but I also want to respect the fact that sometimes my body needs more sleep, but I also want to hold myself accountable and say I need to go to bed earlier. Like, truthfully, I need to go to bed earlier. <laughs> so that's on me. That's on that's on me, but just wanted to be transparent. I never want to lie about my accomplishments or lack thereof. So there you have it. I'm doing my best, and I'm still proud of myself for the times that I have waken up. I actually, I'm proud of myself for waking up at all. Good. But, <laughs> yeah, anyways, that's the only news with me. Are you, like, keeping track of the days that you have or not? No. See, I think I had mentioned that I wanted to do, like, a habit tracker thing, and yeah. I just haven't done it yet. So, I will do that tonight. Yeah. Because I have one to print this, out. Let's mm-hmm. do that. Because I did the same thing with my journaling. I made a little tracker in my bullet journal. I'll post a picture of it if I remember on this. Your boojo. With this episode. But yeah, so every week I just have a circle for like every single day. And if I do, if I journal on that day, I just fill it in with a color. And so this week I actually did three times. And I was going to count my one last week as, oh, I don't, if you haven't heard the other episode, my resolution this year is to journal three times a week. So I did my very first day, which was on a Saturday. So I was kind of counting that as my first one of the week if I didn't actually do it three times this week because it was a very busy week. But I actually ended up doing three journals this week. So I this Amazing. morning, yesterday, and then on Sunday. So Amazing. They were I all love like to see a queen thriving. Oh yeah. Triving? Triving. Triving. They were all like very short, like just one pagers, but it was still like very nice to do it. And I just feel I feel accomplished and I feel proud of myself for actually doing it and sticking Good. to it so far. So I think it's almost like it's definitely a skill to learn how to even do a short journal page, I think. Yeah. Like learning how to summarize events in your life or just learning how to summarize your thoughts in general yeah. is definitely an important skill. So yeah. that's practice regardless. I found I'm doing more so like thoughts because I have a lot of thoughts in mm-hmm. my head that occur. And oh, so, do you? <laughs> yeah, so it's just interesting to like mm-hmm. write that down and have it more like structured, I guess, and sequenced so I can actually like gather my thoughts instead of just having a thought and just like being like, okay, that's a thought. Yeah. Which has also been really nice having the podcast because I can like spew my thoughts. Mm-hmm. And there's a couple things I've thought about recently that I want to talk to you about actually doing episodes on slash Ooh. just incorporating the ideas because I feel like yeah. it's important things more just like lessons I've learned and mm-hmm. like want to share because mm-hmm. I think it would be helpful for some people or if not just helpful to remind myself while recording. That's awesome. I love but that. Yeah. yeah. Feel free to share with me anytime. I'm here. Here for you, baby girl. Well, let me see. Well, should we should we jump right in as they say? I think maybe we should. I think, yes. Um, okay, so first quick description of Spotify Wrapped, if you're unfamiliar. Spotify is a music streaming site where <laughs> you can stream music and you pay five bucks or ten bucks a month, whatever. And so every year it, like, tracks what you listen to. So at the end of the year, they give you this little Spotify Wrapped, and it tells you a bunch of stats of what you listen to over the year, including your, like, top artists and top songs. And, yeah, that's it. Apple, Apple Music users please exit this podcast. Just kidding. We're a judgment-free zone, but you are being judged because Spotify is superior. Spotify is better. It just is. It... We have this argument in my group chat like all the time. Really? Yeah. Ugh. 
man. But, yeah, I just don't understand. But anyways, it's okay. Whatever floats your boat, whatever crumbles your cookie, whatever. Yes. Uh, it, that's fine. But personally, poisonally, Lindsay and I are Spotify people through and through. So we will not be wavering. Um, but Lindsay, to start off, I have a, a, a cue for you. Uh-huh. Uh, how many ar- new artists did you discover in the year 2020? Okay. So starting off, I just want to preface this by saying these numbers always seem ridiculous to me. <laughs> like they seem absolutely absurd that I listen to like this many genres or whatever. Mm-hmm. But anyway, we'll get to that. So starting off, how many artists did I listen to? I listened to 750 new artists this year, which that's a lot of new artists. I mean, I guess like any song I that like pops up is technically a new artist, but it's still just like 750. Like that's crazy. I could name like 10. But you also, I mean, we'll get into this, but you listen to like lo-fi playlists. Yes. You listen to your Discover Weekly, right? Sometimes, not all the time. Okay. Well, I feel but like yes. Discover Weekly is really good at introducing you to new artists. Like, I mean, that's yeah. kind of the whole point. Anyways. What about you? Uh, yeah, I discovered apparently 946 new artists this year, even though I know I spent the majority of t- the time listening to just one. Um, but yeah, 946, I guess. Well, there you go. Couldn't name all of them to you. Couldn't <laughs> even tell you a single thing about them. No, but literally no. No. Yeah, those. this one always interests me, though, because I'm like, how? How did I listen to 700 new people? I'd also love to see the list. Yeah, Show me the list, yeah. Spotify. Don't be a coward. <laughs> okay. Anyways. Moving on. <laughs> Moving on. Next is how many genres you listen to and genre list. how many Ooh. new ones. So I would have guessed like maybe 40 because I had no idea how many genres there technically are. There is a website where you can go on and put your Spotify in and it will organize your music by genre. So I need to do Ooh, that that's really because cool. that would be interesting to see like which one technically is like my top genre and then yeah, more music like which like that. specific branch of your yeah. Oh my god, because there's like so many. It's like modern rock, eclectic rock, eccentric. Like there's so and it's many like, different. What, what does that mean? What's the difference? I know. What I'd love to see the breakdown if it's like just how it sounds or if it's like tempo, key mm-hmm. type of instruments involved. Like, it's just so interesting to see how they categorize genres. Isn't it also interesting that that's someone's job to like go into sp- on Spotify and categorize each genre so specifically. Well, that's what I'm saying. Like, is it, it's got to be automated. Or, like, does, I the guess. Art, does the artist, like, choose? I guess. I don't know. Maybe, oh, maybe it's, like, a choice and then the artist chooses and, well, I don't know. Truthfully, I don't know. I don't know either. I'll look that up and get back it's to It's a mystery. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, It's a so mystery to me, baby. That being said, I thought there were approximately five genres. I listened to 344 genres this year, including 110 new ones. Interesting. Which is insane. Yeah, and I apparently listened to 559 genres, including 192 new ones. How? I don't know. I don't know. I think, honestly, it's just if you listen to your Discover Weekly, you'll get introduced to new genres, and then they'll do that. But I don't really understand. Well, there's that. Bunch of genres. I don't even think I could name more than, like, 11 I could name, like, two. Yeah. Like, literally, I could barely name any. So, it'll be interesting. We'll have to do that Spotify online thing and figure it out. Yeah. Um, well, Lindsay, tell me, what were your top five genres? Let's start with number five. Okay. And we'll go back and forth, work our way up to one. Okay, I like so that. So, my number fifth, number five top genre was Vapor Soul. Interesting. Which I don't even know what mm, that means. I feel like that's, like, surfaces. Okay. Maybe. Vapor. Vapor's, like, have you heard of Vaporwave? No. I don't really understand how to describe vaporwave, but it's like a genre. Anyway, what was your number five? 
My number five was indie pop. Okay, that tracks. Yeah, it does. That leads to me, <laughs> which my number four was indie pop, okay. which is kind of surprising because the there's an indie pop playlist on Spotify, and I started listening to it like a couple weeks ago when I was looking for new music, and like it's exactly my genre of music. Like every song on indie pop, I liked it. Mm-hmm. Like almost every single one, and there's some that are slightly slower, and I like the more like upbeat ones. But oh my god, overall the indie pop was just. Like, that was it. I was like, if I could describe my taste in music, I would yeah. give someone this playlist and be like, this is my ideal type of music. You know what's so funny is I feel like your, your taste in music has remained so constant mm-hmm. since high school. Yeah, it has. And I just love that. I feel like it's You're almost, consistent. Yeah. Like, it's, like, gotten, like, a little more specific in terms of, like, I know more of exactly what I like mm-hmm. versus, like, in high school, I would just, like, listen to stuff that was all, like, alt mm-hmm. indie, but it was, like, a very wide variety of it because I didn't know exactly what my favorite type was. Right. But I've sort of just, like, narrowed it in a little bit since then. I love that. I yeah. love that for you, honestly. Me too. It's precious. I love music. Ugh, me too. Wow. I just love music. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> What's your number four? Uh, Soundtrack. So that's actually really surprising to me because I feel like in terms of minutes listened to, I would guess that that's my top genre because so much of quarantine I spent like reading and I would just throw on my like, I, ugh, it's so embarrassing. My instrumental playlist is called No Words. I hate myself. Um, <laughs> my Spotify is very dramatic. All of my playlists and organization, it's so dramatic and silly. Um, but I kind of started making fun of myself more and I keep all my like personal playlists in a folder called dumb, uh, just to kind of like remind myself, uh, who I really am, put myself in my place. But anyways, my number four genre is definitely soundtrack and that surprises me. I feel like it would be higher, but I do listen to a lot of soundtracks and specifically the ones that showed up the most, um, this year are If Beale Street Could Talk, The Last Black Man in San Francisco, and... Beasts of the Southern Wild in past years, not so much this year, but still love that. Okay, anyways, sorry well, I talk so much. No, you're fine. Um, would any songs in soundtrack, in a soundtrack of a movie? I think technically, yeah. That's the only genre they are. Just soundtrack? Or is it like they can be like multiple, they can have multiple genres? Like they are a modern rock song, but they were in a soundtrack, so it's both. Or if they were composed specifically for a movie, is it just considered soundtrack? I'm not sure of that. Questions. I'm not sure of that. I want answers. I, I feel like probably if you listened to, like, the Twilight soundtrack, then that... Ooh. Like, if you listen to it yeah. in different places, it might yeah, be categorized it different might. stuff. Yeah, it might. That's true. I've never thought about that. Because the only, like, quote-unquote soundtracks I listen to are, like, wouldn't have songs that weren't for the movie, you know? They, yeah, that's true. Okay. So I don't really know. But, but then there's still, there's still like a type of song. <laughs> like, it's not like, oh, this song is a soundtrack style song. Like, mm-hmm. you don't just like no. these, you know? No, yeah. It doesn't, it's almost like, doesn't seem like a genre to me. It seems like a, a label for a song, yeah. but not necessarily a genre. I think that it would just be so difficult to have an algorithm that would be able to label the specific type of music that was for a soundtrack because like it could be so different but it's also like instrumental so but that's what i'm saying though it's so different Mm -hmm. and it varies so much that like the fact that it's all the same genre is interesting it is interesting you brought up some good points i would love i would love to know if it can be like categorized and like labeled in two different genres 
maybe we'll come back with like a lot of facts about Spotify's systems. (laughs) Yeah, I'll do some, we'll do some genre research and maybe you'll hear a little blurb of future me. Perhaps. In here, but. Well, yeps. So that was your number four. My number three was pop, just straight up pop. Love it. Which checks out. Love it. (laughs) Based on the fact that indie pop was so high. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm kind of shocked though. I'd love to see like what songs in my library are considered pop because I feel like pop is more of like popular songs. Like, isn't that what the name pop is? I think it goes deeper than that, but I'm not positive. Well, I, like, don't ever listen to, like, top 40 that I'm aware of. But do you listen to, like, Taylor Swift? Like, do you listen to... Okay, no, you don't really. I don't know, dude. I don't know. I'm just, like, I'm interested to see what's considered pop, because I think of pop, and I'm like, oh, you turn on the radio, and, like, top 40 hits is pop. Yeah. Most of the time. I don't know. I would just be interested. I feel like maybe with indie pop, there's kind of, like, an overlap with certain songs, so that's maybe why... Because I feel like a lot of the songs you listen to could be categorized as both. Yeah. Or multiple, you know, yeah. genres. So that might true, be it. True. Uh, nice. I don't know. What's your number three? My number three is Anthem Worship. That makes sense. Um, Which, like, I don't really, I don't quite understand what that means. Anthem Worship. Probably just, like, the few worship albums that I listened to. Because, honestly, I didn't listen to that much worship music this year. But one of my top ten songs was, like, a worship song that I listened to five billion times. So that kind of checks out if it was oh, like yeah. literally just from that but i guess other artists there's like upper room i would listen to king's kaleidoscope is probably considered anthem worship um john mark pentana i don't know i don't really know you, but it's it weird like you know <laughs> i know but it's like also weird because i feel like proportionally i don't listen to it that much well that's what i'm saying like indie pop i feel like would be like my number one or like my yeah. number two it's very but, curious. Yeah. Okay, what was your number two? So my number two is Modern Rock. Modern which Rock? Which is so surprising to me. And I need to know what songs of mine are considered modern rock. Like Tame Impala? Maybe like Tame Impala, Young the Giant. I think that's... Dayglo- would Dayglo be modern rock? I don't know what that Hot is. Hot Rod is Dayglo. I don't would, I don't would not consider that's that modern rock. That's what I'm saying. Rock, that seems but, more indie pop. But I think definitely the amount that you would listen to Tame Impala and Young the Giant. I, don't, I didn't listen to either of them that much this year. Really? Yeah. Okay. Well, then I couldn't tell you. That's why it's so interesting. I'm like, I have no idea. Mm-hmm. Okay, we need to, we'll, after we go through this, we'll look up our those Spotify genre things and we'll come back with some more info. Yeah. And we'll dive deeper because why Definitely. am I so intrigued by these genres? I'm also intrigued. Okay, what's your number two? Pop. Okay, checks out. Well, the thing is, it only checks out because of Taylor, Taylor Swift. Swift. Like everything but her else. Songs, that's what, her songs didn't well, even feel like pop. No. Did they? Not really, but they were like popular. Folk. They were popular. So yeah. that's how they got that label. But I think also... The amount of Phoebe Bridgers that I listen to, like, that is considered pop, I think, simply because of the top 40 aspect of it. And what else? I mean, like, I listen to popular artists as well. Like, I listen to a lot of, I guess, yeah, okay, this brings up a lot of good questions. Like, for it to be pop, does it just have to be a famous artist? Like, if I listen to Chance the Rapper, does that count as pop because it's popular? I don't know. What else? Because, like, Taylor Swift was more, like, folky, like, Mm -hmm. chill. But, but it's still it's I, still popular. I think that it's still categorized as pop. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. Okay. So, like, is an artist considered a genre? Or is, like, every single song individually analyzed to determine exactly what genre is? And there are subgenres. Like, indie yeah. pop would be under pop, mm-hmm. but it shows differently on here. Mm-hmm. So it's, like, what are the main genres and what are their subgenres? I, I highly know. doubt that they would categorize each song on an album. I, my guess, my prediction would be that they would categorize a whole album and all the songs on it as a certain, like, genre and multiple subgenres, and then singles released would be, like, 
Different. They would get their own genres, whatever. I don't know. I'm so curious. Okay, we'll definitely have to look into that. What's your definitely. number one? Oh, wait, what's my number one? What's your number one? My number one is lo-fi beats. Of because, course. <laughs> okay, so lo-fi beats, I didn't even know it was technically a genre. I thought it was just like a, a bunch of songs that had lo-fi beats, but I <laughs> only listen to lo-fi beats when I'm studying. Mm-hmm. And when I'm studying, the only thing I listen to is lo-fi beats. So it's like... <laughs> That just tells you how much I studied this year and how mm. much I did over the summer because I would listen to lo-fi constantly over the summer Yeah, when I was, like, doing my readings and doing my assignments and stuff. So that's why it's my number one genre. I don't listen to lo-fi outside of, outside of studying. Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> yeah, I mean, kind of like a unfortunate number one, the fact that I literally was working the entire year, but Ugh. hard work really pays off. Yeah. I love that you and Haley will listen to that when you're doing the crossword. Like it gets you in that study zone of like, oh, recall, recall what this word could be. Uh Uh-huh. That was weird. What's your Uh, number one? My number one is obviously indie folk and I will fight it. I will fight it till the day I die, but also I've kind of given into it at this point. I love indie folk. I love, I love Mumford and Sons. I really do. I like actually do. I don't listen to them often, but I love Mumford and Sons. I love... Uh, like rivers and roads, fleet foxes, like all of that. I eat that crap up for breakfast. I'm crying. Um, but also that's like most of my Discover Weekly is a combination of um, indie folk and yeah, yeah. mostly okay. just indie folk. Yeah, that checks out. All right, that's genres. Wow, that took a long <gasps> time to get through, but yeah, we got it. it. But I'm got so it. intrigued, and we'll have to. We'll have to do some research. We definitely back. will. We definitely like, will. Right after we finish. Like right after we finish and yeah. then we're going to insert it immediately. Like right yeah. now. So here you go. Here's the future us. Hello, we're back. We are back. Um, We did some research after finishing recording. And we have information to share. We have some information to share. Not as much as I'd hoped, but some. Some. Um, There's 5,071 genres. Seven, 5,701. Oh, okay. I think. I don't know. Maybe I'm dyslexic. No, I'm not. Um, okay, 5,000-something genres. Um, and they are organized by a genre taxonomist. His name is Glenn McDonald. And he <laughs> Glenn. basically created a program or, like, uses a program to identify the genre of songs based on tempo, acousticness, energy, danceability, strength of the beat, and emotional tone. And, yeah, he, like, puts the songs into a system and based on, like, a lot of different things. And it will, like, identify what genre they are. And so there's tons of like subgenres. Like pop has like indie pop, indie pop, whatever. Like there's so <laughs> I, I don't have any examples, but there's like so many. Like indie acoustica. Yeah. Escape room was one of them that was mentioned a lot in the article that mm-hmm. I read. But yeah, so basically there's just like tons and tons of genres, and this one guy like created the system for organizing them based on a lot of different factors. And I think it is song by song, not mm-hmm. necessarily artist, mm-hmm. because they have different feels to them. True. But yes, there's like the overarching ones, but then there's like the more specific ones. And yeah, you can organize it all on your music. We both just did it on organizeyourmusic.playlistmachinery.com. And if you just Google that, it'll come up. And yeah, you can organize every single one of your songs and see all of this stuff and the information about it. But yeah, that's basically a little crash course on genre. Didn't answer all our questions, but it definitely helped. There's a website called Every Noise at Once or something like that, and it basically shows every single genre that Spotify uses, and it's, like, horrifying to look at because it's just, like, you can scroll so far, but 
there's so many there's so many genres and it's also categorized by location so there's like Finnish or like Swedish or like Italian um like techno or whatever Mm -hmm. and there's just like so many so it's also by location but yeah anyway anything else So that's no I have nothing else that's That's genre that's genre that's genre there you go yeah back to our regularly scheduled programming (laughs) okay back to our Spotify wrapped. Yes. Um, now it goes through like five different stats for your top song of, song, top song of the year. Which <laughs> Top song. Let me just. Psalm 23. Let me just recap. Sorry. No, you're fine. I just have some beef with this Spotify wrapped system because they tell me five facts about my top song. Yeah. And then nothing about any other songs or any. And I'm like, I have so many more questions mm. about all of like, how much time did I spend listening to all these artists? Mm. How many times did I stream other songs? Mm. How far away was my number two from my number one? Like, that's a really valid question. So many questions. That's like, was this my number one and like by a landslide or was it barely my number one? Mm-hmm. But then they're like, guess what? Your top song of the year is this. You streamed it for the first time on this day. You did you the day with the most streams was this day. The day with your fiftieth stream. Like I didn't ask when my fiftieth stream was. I don't know what to tell you. Anyway, this is why I have beef with the Spotify wrapped system and I would like someone to get on it ASAP. Also, the way they did it in the form of like stories, mm-hmm. like Instagram so stories. Frustrating. It's the worst. So frustrating. Just give me like pictures to swipe through. Don't oh like have gosh. it be like a video and make it theatrical. I just want it simple. Because anyway. then you can't like you're gonna miss something if you tap through it. Yeah, I hate that. And it goes so slow. I hate that. Okay, but on the other hand, on the, on the like devil's advocate side of what you're saying, I really this is the first year that they've done the like oh first day you streamed your favorite song. Yeah, all that I find that so funny. Okay. And intriguing. And I like that they did that. I do agree that it could be improved. And I do agree that they could expand. Yeah. And like, yeah, do that. I really like that idea you had about like how close was your number two to your number one and like what date. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. That's I think funny. in general, my beef isn't with this particular setup. It's mm-hmm. the fact that they have this mm-hmm. and nothing else. Like this just feels so in depth and I want in depth for everything. In yeah. depth options. Yeah. You don't have to show me all of it in like a 50 page presentation. No. But Give me the option. Click yeah. here to learn more about your genres. Click here to learn more about your top songs. I totally and agree. And I would do it. I totally agree. Because they have that data somewhere, obviously. They must. Like, share it with me. Come on, Spotify. Okay. Anyway. Okay. Lindsay, what tell me. was your oh. top song? Oh, me? Okay. Yeah, you. Um, my top song was Bags by Claro. And this song, I don't even know. I don't even know why it hit me so hard when it did. But, okay. My, so Wait, my, can we can we real quick can we just let's put an insert right here because I don't want to have to like break up your talking. What do you mean? Like put a thing of the song so you can hear like the vibe. Oh yeah yeah yeah. So I don't know why I love this song so much, but I still it hits. It just hits. It never misses. Um, the, apparently the first time I listened to this was July 6th. I think that that was the first time I listened to her whole album all the way through because I had been seeing her on spot on not Spotify on TikTok and I was really intrigued yeah. and I was like, who is this girl? Like what? Her music is amazing. Okay. So July 6th, first stream. Day with most streams, November 8th. Don't know what happened on that day for this to happen. Here's my theory. What? I'm not a person that listens to songs on repeat, mm. so I kind of feel like this song happened to come up two or three times that day, 
And I just like that was the day that it happened to have the most dreams. You mean like for, for you? Me, for me personally. Oh, okay. You need because to I don't. With yeah, that. because I don't like listen to songs on repeat. Oh. So like I just I listen to albums like on repeat, but not really songs. Uh huh. Okay. So I think this must have just like the day that mine was the most. It must have just been like I don't think that something happened that day to make me listen to this song that many times. Okay. I think it just like randomly happened. I just want to say that because I was like I don't know like okay. the day with the most streams. It was probably twice. <laughs> Well, the rest of this isn't that exciting. It's like 25th stream. Why, why were they like, oh, 25th stream? Like, that's a big deal. Like, that's a milestone. I don't know. Uh, apparently, my 25th stream was November 7th. Wait, okay. So that's really interesting then. Because day with most streams, November 8th. 25th stream, November 7th. Total streams, 44. So that means between, between November 7th and the end of the year, I listened to it like... 20 times. That wait, that's not that much. Okay, never mind. Well, never 20 mind. times kind of is a lot. Is it? Did you listen to that song on repeat? Yes. Okay. Pretty much. Oh, I got really into Claro during the election. That was like my little distraction. I would put on that album and I would kind of like listen to bags over and over again. And then I would just be like, haha, the election's not happening. Don't worry about it. <laughs> Going to bed early. I was gonna say we should have looked up because I <laughs> just you were like I don't know what happened that day it was literally two days before the election oh no it was a few days after it was so. a few days after but like it was still, still happening barely after yeah yeah that's hilarious <laughs> okay Lindsay tell me about your top song of 2020 <laughs> my top song was Hot Rod by Dayglow. Yeah, I don't know. I just like the song. I would not have picked this one out to be my top one. I think again, like it was just happenstance. It was probably close to the other songs that were on my top five. It just like happened to have more because mm -hmm. I didn't really listen to it like on repeat or anything. Hmm. My first stream was January 3rd of last year. Oh my gosh. My day with the most stream was January 19th. With again, I just like, <laughs> I don't think, like I feel like you like went through a phase with that song. This was just like, I think because I found it in the beginning of the year mm -hmm. and listened to it all year, mm -hmm. it just happened to have the most. But it is a good song. That makes sense. And then my 50th stream was October 3rd. Wow. And then my total streams was 65. So they probably, they picked 25th for you because you only listened to it 44. Right. But mine was 50 was like the closest to 65. That was like. That makes sense. That makes know, sense. Whatever. Uh, benchmark number or whatever. It's right. But anyway, yeah, I don't know. Weird. So, so like, weird. It's also weird. It's just interesting. I feel like how different people like listen to music. Yeah. Like the fact that you were like listening to the album on repeat and that song on repeat because mm -hmm. you loved it so much. Meanwhile, like mine was just like, I just listened to it a bunch because I found it and listened to it throughout the year. Yeah. No, it's yeah. really interesting. It is. I love figuring out how people like make their playlists and like find new music and stuff. Cause I'm like, that is interesting to me. Mm -hmm. Cause I have playlists for like seasons more so. Mm -hmm. I used to do months, but it got to be too much. And so yeah, I changed to seasons. But like, so I have like a little encapsulation of like all the music I found at a certain time, mm -hmm. but I don't really have it by genre cause it's low key all the same genre. But mm -hmm. like, <laughs> I don't know, there's variation. So I'd be interested to like make playlists that are like different genres. Yeah. But, Anyway. Anyway, wow, Anywho. we're getting real heated getting up real in here. Deep. Lindsay, can I just read this silly little Spotify rap thing? This is right after they're transitioning from your top song of the year, and it says, "But a year like 2020 required backup." Yeah. These were the other songs you had on repeat. 
and, it's, and it shows you your top five songs of the year. They just, like, you're right that they went really theatrical with it. And it was like, okay, bring it back home. Like, pack it up. It's not that deep. We just want to see the stats. Okay. Yeah. Don't dress it up. No need. No, there's really no need. And whatever. Anyway. <laughs> I don't want to. I don't want to get into it right now. I'm not in the mood. Yeah. No. Okay. Okay. Let's go five. Mm, five, five, four, four. three, two. Yeah. Because we already talked about one. Yes. Um, what was your fifth song? Cardigan by Taylor Swift. Okay. That tracks. Yeah. I don't know why. I think it's was because. I'm oh, sorry. What? Uh, is that your favorite? It's not, which is a funny thing. It's one of my favorites. It's up there. But I think the real thing is that I would start the album so many times because I would listen to it in the shower. And with Folklore, I really feel that you have to listen to it not on shuffle because I think that the order is very good and intentional. Um, I don't know why this song was like my top streamed of hers, but number five song of the year. Well, there you go. My number five was a song called Peach by Glimlip, Luke, and Elior. Interesting. Because is that it was a lo-fi song. Lo-fi, yep. Mm-hmm. And the two lo-fi songs that made it on my top five, mm-hmm. one of them was the first song in the lo-fi playlist. And I yep. would listen to it in order so that I could like zone out during it because I knew it was coming. So my brain didn't have to focus on it and I could just zone out and do work. That's so funny. And so the, my number three song is a different song from that playlist, but it's the first one that uh-huh. I actually do like that song a lot. But then this song was just a song that sounds a lot like a Surfaces song. Mm-hmm. And so I would always hear it and think it was Surfaces, but it wasn't. Mm-hmm. But anyway, yeah, literally just another <laughs> lo-fi song that I just liked a lot. I and I also it. made my own lo-fi playlist. So uh-huh. I was like, I'll just use like the best of the lo-fi songs. Right. But then there was only like a few of them that I ended up putting on there. So like the ones, this one was definitely on there because I like, it was like 45 minutes long, which obviously I'm never doing homework for like just oh 45 gosh. minutes. Yeah. So yeah. obviously yeah. that'd be crazy, <laughs> ridiculous. What? But anyway. Are you kidding me? <laughs> yes. Got to so, pencil in at least three hours. Yes. Literally. Literally, I know. So, yeah, that's my number five. Just, like, some random lo-fi song. It's a good song, though. Nice. Peach. I like that. I like peaches. So, my number four song... See, the thing is, like, these are going to be similar to the lo-fi situation because this is... Pro- oh, I don't know if this would technically be soundtrack, but it's instrumental. Um, and it's a song called Suddenly We Looked Like Giants by Patrick Johnson. Johnson spelled J-O-N-S-S-O-N, which like, what? Mm. Okay. I guess you want to be different. That's fine. Um, it's a it's really good- last name. <laughs> I make it. I know. Um, it's a really good song though. I really like this album. I think that the album is called Suddenly We Looked Like Giants and- I don't know. I guess I got really into it. I think I found it on one of those like instrumental playlists and I really liked it. And I pretended that I was in a movie when I would listen to it and I'd just be reading my little book outside in the hammock. And that's all. That's all I have to say about it. Nice. What about you? Number four. My number four was Feeling Lonely by Boy Pablo. Oh, I love that song. It is the vibiest song. Like, it's just like so like upbeat. It makes me want to dance. I just love it. It's such a feel good song. Like that is very much my vibe. Anyway, yeah, that's Feeling Lonely. Nice. So good. Just like a solid song. I could listen to that like probably on repeat. I think I could too. I can't hear it in my head, but I know that I like that song. Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Go for it. <laughs> so my number three song, it's from If Beale Street Could Talk. And a variation of this song is actually getting really big on TikTok right now, which I'm very excited about. This is like the counterpart to that song. It sounds really similar, but it's not quite the same. It's called Eden, and then in parentheses, Harlem. Uh, It's so beautiful. It's just like very string heavy, and it's so like wistful. 
Ugh, it's so beautiful. Lindsay, that movie is so good. Like, I know you're not a movie person, but it's so good. I think even you would like it. I am so sick and tired of you saying even you would like this movie. Like, I okay, don't- Okay, sorry. I do enjoy movies. I just okay. don't like to watch them all the time. Okay, that's fair. I think you would like this I movie. I feel very judged for my lack of hey, movie watching. Hey, okay, I barely watch movies either. I only watch movies with, like, Hodger. Okay. Just saying. Anyways, I think you would like it, and the, the score is beautiful. So that's my number three song, and I kind of, you know, I do stand by that. I do. It's really good. Okay. What is your number three? My number three is Ukulele and Chill by Cody G. It's another lo-fi song. Another lo-fi? The first one on the track. I actually genuinely do love this song. Mm -hmm. It's very good vibes. High energy, high vibes. <laughs> I'm here for it. Good. Does it get you, does it trigger you when you hear it? No, oh, because okay. I like it so much. Good, 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 good. Yeah. That's really good to hear. Yeah. <laughs> What's your number two? Oh, my number two song. I I will continue listening to this song for the rest of my life. And I've told Lindsay about how much I love it. Garden Song by Phoebe Bridgers. Mm. Yes. It's so good. The lyrics are so beautiful. The, pick, the strumming, the picking, it's all just so good. And Phoebe's a genius and I am obsessed with her. That's all. Valid. Yeah. What about you? What's your number two? My number two is Lazy by the band Surfaces. Oh, and hey. yeah, it's another just like high vibe song. Isn't that the one with the steel drums? I don't know. Okay. <laughs> I don't know what part. I listened to like all of their songs. No? I think so. Okay. Lazy. Is that wrong? No. Okay, cool, cool. It's like, baby. We could just be lazy. Caught <laughs> up in a maybe. It's so funny. I also funny. haven't heard it in so long. It's so funny that all their songs sound exactly the they same. They do. They do sound the same. They do. Not in a bad way. Like, no, in a very much, they have just found their, their thing. Their groove, yeah. And, like, they're doing really well. So yeah. they're keeping up with it. And that's fine. Yeah, yeah. No, so true. Oh, my gosh. They're so cute. Yeah. I know. I follow both of them on their personal Instagrams and their band. It's it's horrifying. One of them's married. I know. Hate to see it. Hate to see it. One of them's not. Yeah, but cuter one. Oh really? In I thought the opinion. other one was cuter. I don't know. I haven't looked at them in a while. Yeah, you should. I'm wearing their sweatshirt right now. Last year for Christmas, Lindsay got me a Surfaces sweatshirt that just says it's like green and it says friend. Um, and I like it a lot. It's been washed so many times that it's like. It's not quite as warm as it used to be, but it's like, ugh, it just feels like my sweatshirt now. And that's my favorite thing about a piece of clothing is when it just feels like yours. Valid. Sorry for the tangent. Um, no, so that was our number two. You already know our number one. Bags and hot, hot rod. rod. Yeah. Moving on. Moving right along. Um, so I was a pioneer. Uh, I listened yeah. to the song Guacamole before it hit, oh my goodness. <laughs> hit 50,000 streams. Oh so, my gosh, wait, yeah, because it got big on TikTok this year. Oh, did it? I think so. I don't know. Probably. But basically, Brianna likes guacamole. So we yeah. looked up a song called Guacamole, like just to be like, oh, oh let's find a TikTok song. Or like a, years a and years song. ago, right? No, this is a different one. Oh, okay. Oh, right, right. <laughs> But this song is actually good, and so I saved it, added it to my playlist, and listened to it. And yeah, my guacamole. Oh, love Spicy it. Spicy on my tongue, I'm feeling holy. Don't need no chips. More chips, not no chips. Oh my gosh. Anyway. Wait, I never noticed that. Yeah. But yes, so that was my song that I listened to before everyone else did, I guess. <laughs> what about you? 
Uh, mine is a Christian anthem worship song. Checks out. Uh, it's called Meet Your Make. It was like a live version of a song that hadn't been released yet from John Mark Pantana. Okay, not to be annoying, but like John Mark Pantana really popped off the the charts this year, and like, not to be annoying. I listened to him before, blah, whatever. Uh, he's from Lynchburg, actually. He, like, lives in Virginia. He works for a roofing company, but he, like, does music on the side, and he really popped off, and he, like, wrote a book this year. Anyways, so I listened to this song, like, obsessively. This is my number 10 song of the year. Meet Your Maker live. That's all. There you go. That's all. It's really good. All right, so now we're on to artists. So it starts off with your top artist and, like, what percentage you were in their listeners. Mm-hmm. And yeah, can I try to guess yours? Yeah, you should was it surfaces? Yeah. Okay, I wasn't sure if it was surfaces or role model, yeah. but I guess you discovered them a little too late in the year yeah. for it to. You did. Yeah. Yeah. So my top artist was surfaces. I was in the top point zero five percent. Okay. Because they're a lot. I mean, they're less popular than a lot of people, but. But no, that's yeah. impressive, definitely. And I think oh, does it not tell me how many minutes I listened? I listened to like two thousand. I think it should. It should. It did, me. but I didn't screen. Oh no, I didn't screenshot it. Oh. But it was like two thousand seven hundred something. Minutes. Dang, that's a lot. Yeah, it was. That's a lot. What about you? Top artist? Uh, it was Taylor Swift. I was in the top 2% of their listeners. And uh, my favorite song was Cardigan, and I spent 2,003 minutes listening to their music. Nice. Yeah. Well, there we go. How many artists did you listen to this year? It tells you your artists, which I found this part to be literally insane. It's, it is insane. But when How you think many? about it, it's also not, because, like, the amount of artists you just randomly listen I know, to. No, but... Oh um, so I listened to 2,437 artists this year. Oh, my goodness. I listened to 1,419. Either way, it's a lot. Yeah. <laughs> How many, wait, can we skip to the end and talk about how many minutes we listened this year? Sure, yeah. How many minutes did you listen? 43,580. Okay, I was 32,293, so I was less less minutes. But, like, a lot of the time it was just music I had on in the background, or music I had on while I was working, like, wasn't actively, you know? Yeah, that's true, because you didn't work. In less yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I was also, like, in the school so much that I obviously couldn't listen all there. True. But... Yeah, I don't know. Just I feel like that's like a very average amount of music. Like, yeah, not constantly, but like a solid amount of time. Yeah, I agree. But yeah, all right, back to artists. Back to artists. Let's go for five, four, three, two, one. Do you yeah. want to just talk about yours for a couple minutes while we roll through it? Sure. Uh, so literally all of these except two are composers for a soundtrack so oh boy. that's not super exciting but i could talk about them a little <laughs> um my number five artist was claro i kind of feel like she should be further up because i think like in terms of listening with intent to understand the lyrics and like actually appreciate it that'd be she'd be up there she'd be like up there with taylor swift and not these soundtrack artists but she was my number five i love her so much i will die for her and i really hope she releases a new album this year um Okay, number four, Nicholas Bertel, and he was the composer for If Beale Street Could Talk and Moonlight, which were both directed by Barry Jenkins, so makes sense. A lot of directors tend to work this, with the same composers. Um, love, love what he did with just everything. So good. I'm sure he's done other things that I haven't really looked into, but love that for him. Number three, Dan Romare. He composed the score for Beasts of the Southern Wild and like some other things. Um, Sleepwalking in the Rift, which I also love a lot. That's like another one of my ones that should be up there, but isn't. Um, number two, Emile Mosseri. 
I don't know if I'm saying that right. I, I would assume he's French. Um, I think he did the soundtrack for Kajillionaire and I loved that soundtrack this year. Let me actually look up what else he did because I don't want to like put any disrespect on his name because I know that he did a lot of other things. Um, oh, duh. He did The Last Black Man in San Francisco, which is like probably my favorite, my favorite score of all time, actually, genuinely. It's so good. And he also did Kajillionaire, which was also very good. Um, yeah. And then my number one artist was Taylor Swift. That's uh, self-explanatory. I don't have anything to add to that. Nice. <laughs> that was a lot. No, it's fine. There you go. Um, what about you? My number five was Role Model, which mm-hmm. I just like love his style of music. Um, yeah, yeah, I don't know. It's probably indie pop. I love that both of our number five artists are artists that we found like really actually late in the year yeah. and just got like a little, uh, fell down a rabbit hole, shall yeah. we say. Because I had listened to a couple of his songs, but I, so I like recognized the name, but I never like went to his like page on Spotify and listened to a bunch of his songs, Mm -hmm. but I found him and listened to a few of his songs and I was like, wait, I actually like all of these. And then found him on Instagram and he actually was like about to release an EP. Mm. And so I like listened to it on repeat when it came out. And that was towards the end of the year when I was like dying with schoolwork. And so I didn't have a ton of time to just like sit in my room and like find new music. And so Mm -hmm. I found him and like latched on. Love it. Um, but yeah, that's role model. And then number five, is, number four is um, Michael Giacchino, which is the Ratatouille composer. Oh, wow. I love I to, to the see a cultured so woman. Yeah. So I listened to the Ratatouille soundtrack so much. <laughs> that is the only music of his that I listened to the entire year. And he made it as number four. Amazing. So that's super awesome. Would you listen to it most of the time when you cooked? I guess. Yeah. I don't remember listening to it that much. I think literally just during quarantine because my Spotify used to be set up to our Alexa. Yes. So whenever we would play it. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we would even we listen cooked. to it like when you weren't here. So yeah. Makes sense. So there you go. And then number three, Dayglo, which is the artist who wrote, who wrote, I guess, composed. Hot Rod. Yeah. Composed. Made, made. I don't know. What do you even say? Artist who sang, I guess sang. Yeah. Um, Hot Rod, which is my top song. And then that album, I just love it. False Direction is also another really great song. Mm. Um, but yeah, I like that entire album. And then Quinn 92 is actually my number two. Wow. Only because they came out with an album in the summer. Mm-hmm. And so I listened to it while I was studying mm-hmm. for a bit. Because I just, that's like good high energy music mm-hmm. that I liked all the songs in the playlist. Gotcha. On the album. Oh my God. <laughs> And then, yeah, my number one was Surfaces. Um, another just, like, very, like, chill, relaxing. And they came up with that. They came out with an album in February. Mm-hmm. So I listened to that a bunch of times. And then they also have a good amount of other music. They have, like, two or three previous albums. So I would listen to those. And it's all, like, a very similar style. But, yeah. Wow. Solid. Yeah. That's my artist. That's our songs. That's the freaking. that's it, I guess. That's the freaking. that's it. Here comes the real part, though, is making predictions for this year. Yeah. Do you have any yet? (sighs) Literally, no. Like, I haven't really found anyone new that I'm, like, super into yet. Mm -hmm. And since it's literally the first week of the year, I have genuinely no idea. Mm -hmm. If Surfaces releases a new album, which I think they are, I think they're working on one. Yeah. Probably Surfaces will be up there again. I don't know if it'll be number one. Mm -hmm. Um, Because mine changes every single year. So it really just depends. Yeah. Role Model will probably stay up there. I love Role Model. I would continue to listen to them. 
I don't know. It genuinely just depends who releases an album because yeah, every single that. year, that's the only thing that determines it. Like Khalid and Post Malone were on my top five last year. Love that. Just because they released albums I listened to on repeat. Yeah. So so you're an albumer. Wow. Yeah, but I not. But only like very rarely, which yeah. is why they end up being my top ones. That makes sense. Yeah. That makes perfect sense. Genuinely, I don't even know. I guess for my top five, I would guess Surfaces, Role Model. I like can't even think of anyone else that I've like started listening to this. Maybe Taylor Swift. I don't know. I don't listen to the album that much, but you like don't. I could. Maybe Michael Giacchino. No, I hope not. <laughs> but maybe. Maybe. You don't want to manifest that though. I don't even know. I'm like feeling very pressured now. I should have thought about this. Before. No, don't feel pressured. Maybe. Oh my god. Okay. Sorry. Someone I want to start listening to is Frank Ocean because I I only know a couple of his songs, but like I like them a lot, Lizzie. and so I need to like go down you, the Frank Ocean rabbit hole. You absolutely have to. Yeah. <laughs> Um, it's also for similar reasons that Lindsay mentioned, it's hard for me to predict because I feel like I'm not sure exactly who's going to release albums this year, but I I think Claro is going to release a new one and I will definitely listen to it. I really think she's going to be up there. I think Taylor Swift will probably be up there again because I haven't quite, I haven't listened to Evermore enough. I haven't listened to Folklore enough even. Um, Billy Joel. I predict Billy Joel will be on my top five artists this year. Um, as it is one of my New Year's resolutions to memorize a bunch of his music. Um, other than that, I kind of suspect Phoebe Bridgers and I, well, okay, this is not fair. I definitely also suspect that there's going to be another soundtrack that I fixate on, but I can't say for certain who is going to be the composer of that. So I don't know. I guess I'll just guess Nicholas Bertel because I think it's been a while since he's released something. So we'll go with that. Boom. Boom. Boom goes the dynamite. Yeah. So that's well, there all. There you go. All right. Well, now that this episode is so long and Oof. with the genre stuff we have to add in, this will be a long one. But It will be. It was solid. It was good. I didn't even talk about Bittersweet Symphony. That wasn't one of my top anything. It was on my top. All right. Okay. Sorry. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. You could talk about it. Uh, I love Bittersweet Symphony and it will forever be one of my favorite songs. Yeah, probably. Definitely true. That's all. Whenever Brianna's in a bad mood and she's like, I'm not going to get out of this bad mood, I play Bittersweet Symphony and then she like suddenly is better and she never thinks she will be and she always is. Yeah. And I literally, it's like completely involuntary. Uh Uh-huh. Whew. Whew. The power of music. Power of music. Well, anyway, that's all for this week's episode. I hope you enjoyed. I hope you're having a happy new year. Follow us on Instagram at Gone with the Windies. Subscribe and review the podcast on the Apple Podcast app. We would love to hear also about your year in music. If yeah. you would like to share about your top song or your top artist. Yeah, comment on our Instagram post. If it was also Taylor Swift, I'm especially interested in hearing about mm-hmm. that. Yeah. If it wasn't, less interested, but still share. Yes. Yeah. Um. That being said, have a beautiful week, a beautiful day, beautiful month, beautiful year. Mm-hmm. And I hope you are happily gone, gone with, with the, the Windies. windies.